you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor bje mr doty fade on tonight's podcast fucking phil man gets it done at kiwa island to win his sixth major championship we're gonna see how that shook up the blc leaderboard we got a guest picker coming in we're gonna go over colonial little this little that how you doing johnny Hey, words. Uh, uh, great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, good to see you. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna say right now, I'd be a lot better if uh, Phil didn't win. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Good for Phil. Good yeah, for man. Lefty. Really happy for him. Um, I didn't mention that I last week on the show I had a twenty-five dollar bet on Louis at eighty to one. And that was the one <laughs> thing I didn't mention. So uh, I was That's watching intently coming down the stretch, and uh, I mean, he was in it the whole time is the good thing, and so I, I had vested interest in old Louie after everything else cr- crashed I'll and say, burned. I'll say. And so I was w- I was probably one of a few guys that was really pulling for Phil to choke on Sunday. Oh, I mean, <laughs> fucking least Tyson with my John Deere tractor. I wanted to be able to post that picture that I sent of you, like, sitting him sitting on, like, a, the deal waiting to hit his shot, and he's got, like, the biggest shit-eating grin of all time on his face. <laughs> Looks, like, sadistic. It's like, hello, Louie! Ha, ha, ha! <laughs> Maybe well, he'll win and we can post it. Well, I don't want to hurt your feelings even more, but I think he did have like a four putt and a three putt on Saturday, and he leads the PGA in strokes game putting. So to say that Louis had his chances is somewhat of an understatement. Well, he did have the <laughs> strokes game putting. <laughs> I'm sure that fucked him. No, he's still leading the PGA. No shit. Did yeah, you look it up? I did. Okay, I'm not going to fact check you. I trust you. <laughs> I, no, actually, the only fact I looked up was, oh, I think Louie's pretty high in putting. Let's see. Oh, number one. Okay, before we have to divulge much more into the fucking PGA, what's been going on with you, Words? Oh, fuck, nothing. Um, let's see, we got back into uh, our, our match play championship. Yeah, I went up against um, Klaus, and uh, it was messy. He had eight birdies in 16 holes, and I... You know, I was lucky I drug it on to the 16th hole, lost four and two. Um, you know, it was fine. It was good play. It was impressive to watch. I got I got caught watching a little bit, especially early. I missed about a four-footer for par on two after a pretty good chip. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get railroaded. How many how many shots did you have to, did he have to give you? He gave me six. Okay. Well, I mean, still, so does that mean you were getting one on the second hole whenever you missed the four-footer? No, footer? no. Okay. Well, no, it, it was fun, you know. What what what's something else losers say? Uh, the weather was great. <laughs> well, it was a nice walk. I mean, it it is funny because like you know, we we don't like to talk about our own golf games that much, but words did make a run to like the semifinals or so, like a couple years ago, 
And of all people to draw, he draws the defending club champion that's like been playing very well. Yeah, and you know who I <laughs> yes, he has been he had a really hot putter. So it was you know who I had last year is Chapo and he just beat the fuck out of me. I think you were out there for that. <laughs> Fucking Choppy. Ch- Chapo actually watched me play my match and I'm like strolling in there like, Oh, I'm gonna f- I played two gloves attorney, the goat from last year, the defending champion, Doug Nix. And I'm just like, I'm gonna fuck Nix up today. <laughs> I walk into the men's grill and I'm just like where the fuck is he? <laughs> Except I did. <laughs> he wasn't in there. But uh, yeah, no, I I won the first two holes and make a birdie on two, and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking run away from this bastard. And then I blink, and on hole five, it's all it's all squared, and then on like seven, I'm down one. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, but yeah, Doug gave me all I wanted and more. Luckily, I I was able to squeeze out a one up victory on the last hole. So, oh, um, Nix, you have no idea how many people you had rooting for you silently well it was funny because chapo was there uh chapo played with us and i was like oh dude did i tell you I, this is yesterday i was like dude did i fucking tell you about my match with nicks <laughs> <laughs> he was like yeah motherfucker i was there i watched the whole thing oh that's good that's really good for even you asshole oh i was just like i'm so sorry chapo i remember you were there yeah man i was just i was in the zone man you know how it goes yeah sorry choppy no i i it literally got to the point where like at the end of the match, I like gave Nick's like a hug, you know, and I'm like, "Hey, man, kiss me." I'm re- <laughs> really proud of the way you played. And then I was like, "Why did you say that corny <laughs> shit, John?" <laughs> you were... Maybe next year, Doug. No, yeah. just joking. I, I you know, uh, oh, well. no, there's nobody, there's nobody better than than Doug as far as I'm concerned. So I, I did. Better luck next I, year. I felt, <laughs> I felt guilty beating his ass one up. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> so yeah, words. I guess I'll have to carry on our legacy in the tournament. So hopefully. I run into Billy Baru next week or, or Hogg, one of the two. So, Oh, it's either Bill Hogan or Hogg? Uh-huh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. You're gonna get killed. G- good luck. Good luck. Um, What else happened? Oh, fuck. This was the best. Your girl? No. Oh. This was the best thing that happened to me this weekend was you sent on our text chain with Reed, who has been our biggest supporter on the podcast, both spiritually and financially, and you bump into him at a competitor dispensary shop <laughs> going into shop and you bump into Reed. Yeah, I know. What the fuck was he doing there? <laughs> Block what what, what the fuck was he doing in there? That's what I want to know. Reed. Jury's out on Reed. Why was he there? <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Well, not me. We're sitting here live at Mosaic Studios right now. Uh, and I'm wondering what Reed was doing there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Reed, Reed was really cool about it too. Cause he's no. a cool dude. He, he was. And here's the thing. Yes, I did go to a competitor shop. Shout out the boys at Block. They're great. I did buy Resonant Colt, so that yeah. that part is good. In, in case anybody was wondering, yes, we're still at the fucking Mosaic Studios <laughs> here. And yes, Re- Resonant Colt's the best. So um, didn't feel like I was breaking any laws, but I definitely felt like I was maybe sleeping around, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you were, you fucking <laughs> slut. God. I was like, no, I walk in and read just like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and I was like, I had my dog with me in the car. I'm like, fucking roll in there, like, quick. I had, like, a fucking... <laughs> you leave your car, the dog, burning up. Yeah, no, I literally, I I, ha- I was in a hurry, and so Block was closer to my house, and so I had to get some, I had, I had to get some medicine. I had to get some medicine before uh, a wedding that I was going to, because God, God forbid I would have gone in there without any. Um, and yeah, I, I should have known. I pulled right up next to Reed's truck and just like kind of stroll on out like, fuck yeah, I hope I get to see my boy Clint or any of the other guys here. And uh, sure enough, Reed opened the door for me. Well, 
I think I have a little fix for Reed on that. I got a picture of you rollerblading somewhere in my phone. I can send that to Clint Walker, and he'll <laughs> fucking ban your ass from that place for life. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was actually pretty funny. Super embarrassing for you. <laughs> it, it was. It was. Like, and, like, whoever Reed was sitting there talking to was just like, I, could t- I can, like, sense the animosity right now. No, he didn't really say that. It's like, you're, your face is red. Yeah, it was. It, I I I probably was blushing my fucking ass off, to be quite honest. So, <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Um, what else? Ooh, Johnny, lots of news on the LGBTQ front. <laughs> Your boy Elliot Page, he posted his first shirtless pic, saying, "Hey, got new sh- swim trunks." Hey, <laughs> I, I thought that was your boy. Was he not? Was he not the fourth selection on no, Words Boys? My, yeah, he is my boy. But no, I didn't select him. He's top ten though. He's he's basically the equivalent to uh, Doc Redman for me. <laughs> Elliot Page for you. <laughs> well, then coming up right after that, Demi Lovato comes out as non-binary slash sexually fluid, and. It kind of got me thinking. I was like, do you think that trans people are like, you fucking pussies, choose a side. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, because she's Jenner's like, I got a sex change. You know what that means for me, honey? It means I cut my dick <laughs> off. <laughs> what have you done to me besides get a simple jack haircut? <laughs> do you think, you think Caitlyn Jenner, I, I feel like Caitlyn Jenner probably still, still has, has a big a old dick. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> he's the, no, he's a, he's a lesbian. He's a... He's a trans woman lesbian, so he's still fucking girls <laughs> with that hog of his. <laughs> and Demi Lovato, they have some big old titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, doctor. Okay, so yeah, that, that, there's our... There's We're our, LGBTQ fans. Yes, we are. Yeah. I hope one of them joins the tour. Um if that's all I have to do to go play on the women's tour, I would consider it. I'm, I'm still not that good. It's a hot button issue, but let's not broach that one okay. today. Sounds good. What else we got, Johnny Boy? Uh, have you caught any of the USGA four ball? I have. I just saw what Boyd Summerhays was posting of his son. I watched every single uh, Insta story that he put out. Um, Preston Summerhays. Yeah, and his buddy that he's playing with at Logan something, and they're they're going to be teammates next year at Arizona State. Oh, is that right? That's yeah. pretty cool. So they lost in the semis. Uh, yeah, the quarterfinals I think this morning or last night. Last, last night. night, yeah. And so today they were doing the semis and the finals I think, or maybe just the semis and then doing finals tomorrow. But uh, that kid looks like he he's got oh everything. Oh my god, he's used, doesn't he? I mean, he might be the next kid that's coming up goes to arizona state for a year or two and then is fucking a star yeah he still needs to tell his dad to quit dressing like rob deerdick <laughs> <laughs> you know they kind of the, the whole summer Hayes clan likes to wear black and the same thing dad dad got the look going early and everyone else seems to wear it too well so. his son wears it much better than his dad old dad well his i'm telling you that kid I, the, the the number of putts that i saw him make just clutch putts and i tell you what Chambers Bay got a lot of shit whenever they hosted the U.S. Open. That place looks fucking awesome. I think it is awesome, yeah. too. Like, visually speaking, like, how it was shot just compared to the PGA, like, mm-hmm. sorry, don't kill me. I thought it was a little cooler because <laughs> it's got a little more undulation. Uh-huh. And, I mean, Kiel is just, it's flat. I mean, I'm sure out there it is completely stunning, and I cannot wait to get out there, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, well, the, the other thing that I thought was great from when they won to, to punch their ticket to the quarterfinals is, you know, there's that one hole that runs right by the ocean. Everything runs by the ocean. But 
There's just a fucking like graffitied up train rolling up by as he hits like a 25, 30 foot putt to win the match. So I was like, ah, I think this kid can't concentrate. Watch this. Bunch of Antifa motherfuckers on the train. (laughs) A bunch of hobos like sitting there with a fucking. Go, Preston! They've got the fucking like knapsack on the stick, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Catching a ride. Um, Other than that, yeah, man. uh, it's, It's, you know. That, good. Yeah, I, I I don't care who wins now that they're out because I was that's was my only access to watching it was Boyd Summerhays' videos. So we don't know anyone else. No, I don't no, think so. Man, no. no, man. No. I don't know. Should we go take it on back over to Kiwa? Yeah. Fucking Phil, man. He held on. What do you think about that? Um, you're as as you're I mentioned disgust. as I mentioned before. Um, I really just felt like I was probably the only person that was rooting against Phil on Sunday, which. There's definitely a part of me that appreciates this. And I, I actually, I, I maybe have mentioned this before. I used to like Phil, believe it or not. I liked Phil, and then he won the Masters in 04, and I was like, okay, there's your there's your due. You're one. Now give it all back to Tiger. Like, <laughs> fuck off. I think anybody that is a true Tiger guy usually didn't like Phil, and vice versa. So um, I wanted to win money on Louis. That's why I didn't want Phil to win. And now that I see Phil win, it is cool that – of all people to win a major championship at that age, you probably f- threw him in. And I've said on this fucking show before words that I didn't think Phil was done contending, but I just thought he'd have a chance at Augusta at Same. some point. Or maybe an open here or there. Yeah, and so um, there's t- there's a couple things that I think that this does. One, Tiger Woods is more motivated than ever to fucking come back from his injury and, and become the oldest. And whether or not he can fucking move his foot, he's going to figure out a goddamn way and— that this this was just a way to bring Tiger a little bit more motivation to get back out there. The second thing is the U.S. Open may not be out of the fucking table, uh, off the table for Phil to get the fucking career Grand Slam, especially going to Torrey Pines this year, which is fucking absolutely crazy. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen at all, but it is like a storyline that yeah. is leading up to it, and I do think that's awesome too. Um, Tiger, did you see the picture? Um, someone posted with yes. throat cancer. Yeah. Yes. And, and he's he had still, a sock on his leg. Still on crutches, and that leg still looks swollen as fuck. I mean, it's dude. I mean, like Alex Smith kind of deal, bro. I mean, that was only you know what three, four months ago now, and I mean, we're talking at least a year, I would think, before it's even in the realm of possibility. <laughs> but Tiger's only forty-five years old, forty-four years old. So. You know how quickly Brooks would have come back if that was his leg. <laughs> Let me tell you, the doctor said it was impossible. I, I defied the odds. Okay, so should we just get into that right now, or should we? Oh, no. Okay. Phil, um, I mean, I bust toss his ass because, you know, I, I was texting Patrick about it because he was laughing his ass off because Phil made a run after I did that. And I was like, you know, it's kind of like a KD situation to me. It's like I feel like he's stabbing me in the fucking back. And, you know, you cannot tell the story of the PGA Tour without Phil Mickelson and talking about him. And he's not just like, he's turning his back on the tour. And I just, does he realize that it could fucking sully? You're you're talking about him flirting with the premier golf Not flirting, Johnny. He's a linchpin. It's more than flirting. Okay. If you listen to any kind of other talking people out there. I mean, he's really pushing it. And ironically, if you look at the UK Daily Telegram or whatever, there was a story like, oh, they were all there this weekend. Like all the Saudi money guys. And they all left there like really disappointed. Because Phil, instead of touting this fucking league, was too, too busy winning the PGA Championship. And so now it's kind of like in another lull period. Now Phil's going to give you more gonna, money. Something's going to happen, though. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, and everyone's like, oh, it's life-changing money for Phil. And that's fine. Okay, $50 million. I, 
I, I get that. But does Phil not already have fucking life-changing money? I mean, he wasn't flying first-class American Airlines home to San Diego. No, and, and as far as, I mean, he's the number two guy. Like, you know, like uh, probably of all time, obviously money-wise, he when, even when Tiger was in his heyday, Phil was always pushing like, 80 90 million dollars a year with obviously winnings and endorsements Endorsed, you yeah. know and so i think that you know i i really enjoyed the joke that i said last week and i'm just gonna say it again but you know phil just loves being being tied, tied in with these guys he's like come on man you know saddam <laughs> hussein's not that bad of a guy come on just meet him yeah, Brooks? I saw a funny tweet. Like, do you think Phil would be drawing this kind of crowd at Riyadh? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just, I don't know. And, and again, that's probably part of why part of me is just like not satisfied with, with Phil winning because the, the son of a bitch might be gone tomorrow, but who cares? I, I do think they talked about how obviously I think I gave him shit. We maybe didn't say it publicly, but I threw out the idea of giving him the bitchy boy of the week for accepting that special exemption into the u.s open and we never actually did say that the motherfucker now obviously doesn't need it he's in the next five u.s opens so phil's gonna at least be playing in all of the majors for the next five years by winning this deal so i just don't see how phil could go and do that and then you know he he, i don't think think he's dead i mean like they they sell the telegram like it is in a very like it's not dead they're gonna keep coming back and trying to get it done because they've been doing it for like seven years now but the the momentum that they had has been squashed yes and so maybe poetic justice that phil did get it done yeah i i that's a good way to look at it phil saved the pga phil tour saved <laughs> the fucking tour the pga of america you <laughs> the know? antichrist uh and again you know what else this does is like i've already heard a lot of fucking people being like okay does this get phil on the Ryder cup team oh my god and how, do, how does the 115th ranked player of the world who comes out of fucking nowhere and wins one and now it looks like he is a lock for potentially being a captain's pick yeah for now um it's flavor of the week right it's awful and we're gonna get into the brooks and bryson shit but between the brooks and bryson shit and <laughs> fucking <laughs> phil is basically gonna force and bully his himself onto the team Steve Stricker has got to just be like, God damn it. It's like, Brooks Brooks and Bryson, you two shake hands and say sorry. <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember, remember remember, when we played the video? It was before COVID, before even uh, the Ryder Cup was moved a year. And you played the, the video of like, so excited to have the Ryder Cup back home in my home state of Wisconsin. Wisconsin, it's just <laughs> such an honor. And I'm really going to go get them. How the fuck is Steve Stricker going to manage that cap, that team room when that motherfucker has never even actually won a guy? Like, wow, he's won like six times on tour. (laughs) (laughs) How many fucking Ryder Cup teams did he even play for? Like two? Does he only have six PGA Tour wins? I don't know. I pulled that out of my ass. No, that's that's our fact checking. (laughs) Um, Man, he was on a Ryder Cup winning team. You got me talking on Phil, and so now I wanted to see how shittily he did in Paris. Okay, I didn't. I didn't give Stricker enough credit. Twelve PGA Tour wins. Yeah, that's nothing to sneeze at. There are guys in the Hall of Fame with ten. Um, no majors, of course. Okay, let's just go down the list here. He did not play in the. F- You're talking about Phil, first right? four balls. Yeah, he played in the afternoon foursomes with DeChambeau. Got his face peeled five and four. Uh, and I don't know if he played again until the finals. He did not. But he got his ass kicked there too by Franco Molinari, four and two. So he was uh, he was zero and two in Paris. 
I don't know. I mean, get fucking Zalatoris on the team. Get a, a young guy to try to like get him a little Ryder Cup experience. Where it doesn't Not matter. One last ride for old <laughs> Phil. It, it doesn't matter for us. We're fucking Team Euro, remember? Go Tommy. And we're huge. Yeah. Huge him and Euro Paul. Guys. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> um, okay. Before we go, move off the PGA, congrats to Phil, obviously. Um, Brooks Kepka, I think. You know, Brooks now has gone his two last majors where he's been in contention. He has not played very well on Over Sunday. Over par on Sunday. Yeah, so um, I still think Brooks is the GOAT. And just seeing him being in contention all this week when obviously we know his health is He'll left up you. in the air. You know, maybe he's being He'll a little tell dramatic you all about, about it. it he didn't used to be this way. Like, back in the old Shinnecock days, he just kept his head down and didn't fucking say anything. And now it is complete opposite. He, like, wants to tell you how much he's been doing how great it is, and who sucks. Okay. I, I think we just need to roll this right into fucking the Brooks and Bryson thing. Well, of course. Because the way you're talking right now, words, makes me think that you're probably on Bryson's side Fuck of this. Fuck that. No. <laughs> I'm they both suck. No, what... One more thing about Brooks. He They had the, the scores on since 2015, Shinnecock, I think is what it was, and he's three times... He has a three times better under par. Yeah, it's like 70, 70, like eight under par or something, I think. And the next guy is like 35 or 40. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, yes, he is the GOAT when it comes to majors. And, like, I still bow down to him. I'm pissed off because it's like the first. I don't know if I did play him in the Masters now that I think about it. No. <clears throat> yeah, because he had Surely not. That, he no, had yeah. just had the surgery. Um, but, no, Brooks is my boy still. But I, you know. That eye roll he gave Bryson, who probably shouldn't have been walking behind him in the fucking interview, whatever, but that was like a real housewives eye roll. Like, he's been watching way too much Bravo with Jenna. He just, like, loves getting into, like, all these little bitty-bitty controversies. And I, 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 I think you're onto something, obviously, right there. I, I think the whole thing about what was going on, it's like, I guess that was Friday that that happened, maybe, and, like, Bryson's walking directly behind him in the, in the shot, and I guess... I've heard that people said that he maybe said something, but I think he was talking to the guy following him, so he said it loudly, but he also walked behind the shot of the interview. And so I don't know if it was that or the metal spikes or what it was, but clearly Brooks was agitated as fuck. And we've talked, like you and I texted back and forth and like two hours ago, you know. Still going. It's, it's still going. Tom you know? Brady's heavily involved now. Yeah, so they announced today, they fucking announced that they're going to do a, another match. Phil is, and Tom Brady are going to play against Bryson and Aaron Rodgers. And Brooks comes out and fucking tweets at Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> sorry, bro. Which, I don't know if that was to stir the pot there. Oh, or or if, wait, maybe they tried to get Brooks involved. Like, that's one thing that kind of came in my head is maybe Brooks is getting involved in this. Brooks deal. knew what he was doing. He's stirring the fucking pot and being petty as fuck. And so... Like, literally, as I was driving up here, you know, the Bryson tweets out, thanks for letting me have, like, a rent-free space in your head, which is pretty good. I mean, it's it's not a lie either. (laughs) I I think here's kind of what I also drew from all this. Is it is it the timing that the P player impact program comes out and then all of a sudden these guys start like. In the wrestling business, my friend, this is what you call a work. <laughs> are they fucking? On, are they in on this thing together? Do they really hate each other? 
that's a great point, <laughs> Maybe. Johnny. I hope they do. I hope they fucking do. I hope they fist fight. But like, I don't want to even see them in a final group. Like, I don't care. I want to see a fist fight. It, it's just petty, petty <laughs> bullshit right now. And I, it, for me, it's like, okay, maybe these guys are going to both increase their... Like, they are stealing the shine away from your fucking guy, Phil, Phil immediately. My guy, Phil. It was like literally within a day, this is what they're <laughs> talking know. about. And who's getting fired at Golf Channel for leaking that video? No, someone's getting a raise for doing that shit. I don't know. I think it looks bad on Todd Lewis, but obviously it wasn't Todd Lewis. You know, I think that he probably feels guilty about it, maybe. No way. Fuck no. That's great television. It, I mean, even at the end, Brooks, a typical Brooks fashion, like, I don't care if you release that. Fuck. <laughs> he did do that. Um, I don't know, man. This goes back a long ways. This was way pre-COVID. I mean, this was before Bryson started eating like Bryson, remember? Uh, Brooks was giving him shit about his slow play, which everyone knows it's awful. And Bryson basically said, you can come talk to me in my face about it. And the next day at the putting green, that's exactly what Brooks did. So it was like, <laughs> awesome. Then the next day, Bryson's like, okay, I'm going all in. I'm getting fucking huge. Yeah. I don't want him to beat my ass and intimidate <laughs> the fuck out of me. And then Bryson, after the ESP and the body deal, which Brooks was like, that was dumb. Yeah. On him. Yeah. What, he lost like 25 <laughs> pounds and he didn't need to fucking lose? He's like, but Bryson comes back with like the nerdiest, like oh, his genetics don't even allow him to have a six pack. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, nerd. And Is that, are you trying to trash talk? And that's why I got the four pack, right? Yeah. With his fucking trophies. That was good. That was good. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to go on and on with these guys, I think. And like I said, Steve Stricker. This is all tied <laughs> the, in. The Ryder Cup. You know Potty Harrington is just like, oh, this is fucking great. Speaking of Potty Harrington, T4 finish Dude. for the fucking Euro team Europe captain. Our, our captain. Yeah, exactly. But it all ties together words. The aftermath of Phil. Phil getting on the Ryder Cup team. Steve Stricker being fucked for having <laughs> Phil and Bryson and fucking Brooks. Like, I, everyone's talking about trying to get them paired together maybe in the U.S. Open, Bryson, Brooks, and, like, just stir it up. Oh, let's get people talking, you know? And then it's like, what if all of a sudden, you know, bro? <laughs> alternate that, shot. Yeah, they play together, and they become best friends. And, like, that meme that we already saw today of, of, of oh, Br Br Bryson kissing Brooks on the neck. Broke back style? <laughs> yeah. Let's put that on a T-shirt. Everything ties together, words, in this world of – this sick this fucking sick world of golf. world of golf. Um – no, I love it. It's, it's it's a work. It's so petty and just give me all the tea. What else, Johnny? Anything else from the PGA Tour? I was not happy at all with the co the coverage on Sunday sucked. Like half of it was just Phil fucking walking all slowly. I had no idea what anyone in the groups ahead of them were doing. I think Sung Jay. I had Sung Jay on a a DK lineup. And I saw on DK, I was like, he lost a ton of points. What the fuck happened? And 30 minutes later, they showed that he uh, double, double bogeyed and had a three putt. Like, they just... They, Your boy. Phil walking. <laughs> Your boy, Sungjae. I did like ESPN's coverage, though. And uh, their big author, Wright Thompson. Wright Thompson, is that it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, Wright Thompson. He was kind of like reading an essay, and it was giving like all the kind of shots and saying how hard the fucking course was. And basically, he's like, if you're not ready for this, you should have stuck with pickleball. <laughs> I really like that. Did you think of me a little bit? I did think of you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking jerk off. Bitch. <laughs> um, so, who else? Louie. 
had yeah. his chances. Of, sorry, that's eighty to one. That's pretty good odds. It was yeah, it was two K coming my way before before I leave town for a little bit. I really <laughs> needed it. Um, but you know, the two Northern Irishmen, or I guess Irish technically, Shane Lowry was in there. Uh, form you know the the reigning Open champion. Uh, but another big shout out here, Harry Higgs playing in his first major. He finishes T4. That gets him into all the majors next year for top five finish. So. Uh, Harry Higgs is going to be making his way down Magnolia Lane. Um, and then our guy, Paul Casey, tied for fourth. So that was also pretty good. Um, other than that, there was a huge, huge tie uh, for eighth. It was a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine way tie for eighth. And I'm just going to highlight a couple of these names. Abe Answer, who played the first and only, I think, bogey-free round of the tournament, on Sunday, 65, low round of the tournament by far. Um, not to be outdone, Justin Rose was was also right behind him there, tied at eight with 67. But Colin Morikawa, the defending champ, snuck in there with a top 10. John Rahm played well to get in there. It was a top 10. Um, the kid, Will Zalatoris, another top 10 in a major. All he's done this year is go T2, T8 in, in the two majors we've had thus far. Um, and then Scotty Scheffler, his buddy from, from also from the Dallas area, he was tied for eight. Tony Fee now tied for eight. We gave the guy a lot of shit playing on a special exemption, but Ricky Fowler also finished tied for eighth in a top 10. And the last guy rounding out that group there, Streels, the, the lamest guy ever that got iced and by Phil. Did you see when they were, Phil was like, everyone was coming up to hug <laughs> yeah. Phil? Colt came up and hugged Phil. But literally, Streels was just like the awkward friend. Yeah, he fucking looked like the first guy at prom, didn't he? <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, words. Uh, as far as our picks go, are, are concerned, uh, Jordan Spieth, the guy we were both on, T30, he won $59,000. Um, you, were you on Rory? No, you weren't on Rory. Fuck no. Um, my other guy, Cam Smith, he came out okay uh, in the first couple days, but then a 77 on Sunday really fucked him up. T59, $21,000. Um, words, I'm trying to find out who the fuck else were you on? Uh, Reed's boy Berger finished T75, didn't get much money, but... Um, I guess your other guy words was, uh, oh, Siwoo Kim missed Siwoo the cut. Kim. Yeah, Siwoo Miss Kim the misses cut. the cut. Xander misses the cut. DJ misses the cut. I mean, there was another notable list of guys that missed the cut. And how about DJ, the first number one player in the world to miss consecutive cuts in a major since Greg Norman in 1997. Your guy, Greg Norman. Shit. <laughs> Fucking hammerhead Greg shark, Norman. big dick Greg. <laughs> Third leg Greg. <laughs> Um, Dude, so Zaltoris, sorry to Oh, go Bryson. Back to Bryson him. was your boy. Yeah. T38. I, yeah. Bryson didn't <clears throat> didn't play great. Zaltoris, I see here, has 17 top 10s. That may be not... That may have Corn Fairy stuff, too. No, remember? I, I mentioned to you... Uh, so... Yeah, that, that... I think... Yeah, you're right. It could be Corey Fairy. But remember, like, yeah. as going in, he had 20... Last 33 events, 25 of them were... Top 25s. So okay, many. yes, that is it. I see here 32 out of 34 cuts on the PGA, 17 top 10s. Yikes. Please fucking win, Zaltor, so you can be in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Ooh. Is this the, hey, is this the fucking Is this foreshadowing from oh Words? Oh, my God. Um, so, Words, again, uh, you between you and I, we did not pick very well. Uh, you you did beat me, though. Uh, you beat, you had $101,000 in, in a major championship. Words, I had 81000 so you edged me by twenty k. Um, it wasn't a great week for a bunch of people. Dude, and no one. For both majors, the uh, number one player in the league got under $1.2 which is 
not not good. But I mean, in our defense, uh, Hideki kind of came from nowhere, and Phil came from fucking outer space. Yes, I exactly. Mean, um, words. I, I gotta I gotta give a fucking rain shit on comment here. Yeah. Um, two shot par. Edward Haruz, who cur- who was in second place going the week, forgets his picks. He gets a vacant zero dollars. Not like it's gonna affect him that much because of it. But Michael Holman, for the third goddamn time, <laughs> forgot his picks. So Holman, I know you fucking listen. Get your goddamn picks in, Jesus. <laughs> I had uh, I had lunch with him on Thursday when it was going on. He was really beating himself up. So, Mr. Larson's boys, it's okay. Hey, keep that chin up. You're still way way above us in the rankings. Yes. Um, as far as the people that actually did pick well, and here's a crazy stat where it was a what eleven million dollar purse. We only had four players get over a million dollars this week. Uh, no one better than. Harry's TV and appliance, Ross Flinton, who at one point early in the year was in dead last, and I remember I said something to him. So congrats on winning a major, Ross. You're the PGA champion. You're going to get $300 min mode your way. Nice. Um, McQueen in, in second place. Zach, uh, he's had a couple great tourneys. He's yes, won one. Yes. Uh, so he, he's in second place. Um, and and the, the thing these guys had, they had Brooks Kepka. There was four people that picked Brooks Kepka, and all of those guys were the f- top four. Um, Von Schmelsky was one of them, a former guest on the show. And then Vegas Dave, Harper Ward, uh, rounding out the top 10. We had a two-way tie for fifth. Jordan Blackburn, Jay Black, top five finish. He is the new number one player in the league. Um, also, Golden Buffs was in there. Jansen's Chili Peppers, uh, Elizabeth Roberts. I almost called her Garen again. The, She's had quite a little run the past two weeks. She has. And so uh, number eight was Dunford, J.D. Dunford. He's in the top 10. The Tony boys, Tony Morales at number nine, Tony. And, and the big miss, who I believe is Adam Goodrich at number ten. Um, yeah, Big Daddy Good. As far as the overall standings are concerned, as I mentioned, we have a new new leader in the clubhouse. He's got a hundred and twenty-four thousand dollar lead. That's Jordan Blackburn. Second place, the guy that's been there for a long time, Nathan Wilson. He falls one spot. Uh, even after missing his picks, three shot par, Edward Haruz stays in the third position. Fifth. J.D. Dunford, Market 8 dude Trevor Randall in 6, Billy Baru at number 7, Lebowski's Achiever, my guy Sean Cates, number 8, number 9, down one spot, just give me one more Chez, Austin Salamone, and at number 10, Travis Risser, Ginger Jesus. Um, Words, I fell two spots after that shitty week to number 54, and you fell one spot to number 61, so... Um, we are still only Gaining separated. On <laughs> We're only separated words by about 500 or let's just call it 425 K now Four twenty K. Yes. So that's nothing. Chump change. We got last segment or last tournament of the segment here. No. What? <laughs> I don't how, think how so. How many more in the segment? It's either one or two. You prick. <laughs> let's see. Yeah. Okay. This there's three left, including this one. So okay, uh, and I have no chance. <laughs> Wrong again. <laughs> I, have, I have absolutely no chance. So uh, putting all my fucking ducks in a basket, eggs in a basket for segment three, just like uh, last year, I guess. I, I was know. looking at my picks again, and I'm still gonna have, you know, I've saved too many of the big dogs. There aren't enough tournaments left to use them all. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, fuck words. Um, congrats to Phil. Should we take it on over to Colonial or what? I'm so stunned that Phil didn't withdraw. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing this week. Dude, he's Charles swabs in his pocket. He has been so loyal to this tournament. He's won it once, but he's been so loyal to this tournament that I'm now convinced that one of his other families is like in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. <laughs> he just comes to visit once a year. You're like, oh fuck Phil. All Jesus. Right. Here's a hundred grand. What's the magic word? 
<laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Quiet. Colonial, our boy Perry Maxwell design. Longest running tournament at a single venue in the history of the PGA Tour. And Phil's trying to fuck you over, guys. <laughs> I think they're blowing the place up after this week. Are they really? Yeah, they're doing like a huge 20 plus million dollar renovation of the place. So. Is your boy Doak doing it? Uh, actually, I think, no, it's not Tom Doak. It's Gil Hans. So, okay. Yeah. Perry Maxwell's are getting facelifts across the well, Gil central is south the region. Dude, that put the huge fairway bunker right in the middle of a fucking, right in the middle of like your aiming point in one of the holes at Aaron Hills, and I've heard a bunch of people talk shit about that. What an absolute hey, cock. But, hey, good luck. I'm sure he won't fuck up Perry Maxwell's <laughs> stuff, huh? <laughs> All right, words. So I guess going to Colonial, uh, Perry Maxwell, as you said, and we're going to bring on a guy that, that is a huge Ben Hogan enthusiast, and he's also a part of the league. Broadway Joe, a.k.a. Joe Zayek. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? <laughs> Wonderful. Nice. Um, so Joe is the CFO of basically Resonant and Mosaic. Obviously, he works with Reed and the boys and really has something fucking special going on here, if, if I do say so myself. Joe, what has it been like kind of hopping in the cannabis industry and just kind of taking the ball and absolutely running with it like you guys have? Yeah, well, I appreciate all the kind words. Um, it you know, my background is in accounting and finance and to have an opportunity to kind of jump into the cannabis industry that is growing, burgeoning, you know, it's coming out, let's see where it goes. Um, and just to partner with these guys that have so much talent and like, I kind of am the invisible hand behind the curtain. Yeah. I just make sure it's all in order and taxes are taken care of. The fixer. Is handled. <laughs> That's right. You know, but I, I also think if you, if you look at the cannabis industry, there's a ton of stigma to it, especially in my world, the professional world. Sure. And I view part of my role with our company is to be an industry leader where people can look at it and go, you can do it right. And you can get this money banked and do the things that any other company would have. And so it's our job to prove to, to the public that we can do this and do it the right way. I like that. Hell yes. That uh, was much better than your attitude. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, Joe. <laughs> um, no, and, and that's what's funny. It, now it seems like, you know, fucking however many years 20 years ago whenever people were like oil and gas industry absolutely booming people making a lot of money right now it seems like cannabis is the next big industry where people are trying to do that but you guys were actually one of the ones that kind of had the foresight to see this coming several years ago yeah. before it was even legal in oklahoma yeah. um what kind of gave you the 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 confidence that what was it 788 getting mm -hmm. passed and mm -hmm. like being able to just kind of already have something on the drawing board before that even happened yeah you know I I saw the writing on the wall with people, especially from a medicinal standpoint of the, the tide was turning that people realized that cannabis can have a therapeutic impact to people's lives, whether it's sleeping or um, anxiety, pain, um, you know, just being able to some people just get through the day as opposed to having a cabinet full of pills. Sure. And so when I realized in other states that that momentum was shifting, and then when you saw in Oklahoma that we passed so overwhelmingly for 788 to sure. be in favor, I think it was like 57, 58%. That's, that's a landslide yeah, that's for a political race. Sure. And so when you see that, you go, people are here that you know need it. And, and I view our job is to provide clean product for them to consume. I mean, people smoke this, eat this, drink it, put it on their skin. They deserve a good product. And that's our job as an industry to provide that to them. And, and I resonant to do that. Well, yes. let me just tell you, because I've been on the resonant bandwagon <laughs> since day one. It is the fucking best in the world. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> uh, 
Um, other than that, Joe, I mean, look around the room here, and you brought in some fucking badass memorabilia goodies. Um, I'm looking at a Ben Hogan vintage uh, shag bag. I'm looking at a picture of fucking Arnold Palmer and Ben Hogan that's signed. Um, this is just some of your personal collection. I guess you've obviously Phil got Mickelson a- signed photo. Oh. Which it's, looks fake. I'm sure he had his, like, you know, This morning, I, I printed it off. <laughs> no, I'm sure Phil was the one who cheated. He probably oh, had yeah. his assistant sign it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's actually ter- it's turned yeah. away from me for a reason. I, I was scared when I walked in here and saw this. It was like uh, Ace Ventura, the pet detective, when he walks into the, the room with all the, like, the, the, the animals yeah. and shit. And I was like, oh, no, there's a picture, fucking picture of Phil. No. <laughs> ben Hogan, No. No. Yeah, he's the only guy in the world that doesn't like Ben Hogan also. <laughs> oh, man, we're going to have a nice conversation <laughs> yeah. about this. No. Yeah. So your, your, your son is named Hogan, right? Uh-huh, yeah. So what, what made you kind of be a, a, obviously one of the biggest Ben Hogan fans out there? Yeah, you know, I love his story. If you look back of at course. You know, how he grew up, you know, with the dirt floor in West Texas, and his dad committed suicide when he was like four or five years old. I mean, some people think that it happened in front of Ben. He just didn't yeah. remember it. And then just the grit, the determination, fighting the hook, learning how to swing. Um, you know, when you have somebody who says the magic of golf is in the dirt, just practice, yes. play, you know. And so that just for me, like I got into golf when I was about 10 and my dad um, took off of golf late in life. And so he, the first golf book he bought was um, The Five Lessons. Sure. And so he read it, handed it to me, and I was just, you know, kind of getting into golf and learning about just the, I like how to see how things work. And so the book, all the visuals. And so analytical. Yeah, exactly. And it just kind of permeated in my brain. And then I read his biography um, or one one of them. I'm sure there's many, but, you know, the car crash and coming back and winning three majors, he could have won four. But I didn't realize back then that in 53, both the British and the PGA were played the same week. So it's impossible to win the Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. So he technically has that. You know, the Tiger Slam, I know. Sure. I know. But, yeah. you know, we'll let, let's get, let Ben get it. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you got to admit, t- Tiger's comeback was probably better than him. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's, uh, you know, the interesting thing that I'll, I'll be curious to see is now they both have had a serious car accident. What does mm-hmm. Tiger do next? I sure. Mean, can he come back? You know, yep. I hope he can. I, I mean, I'd love to see Tiger win. I, I, you know, I grew up during the Tiger era. Sure. sure there's nothing... Nothing different. And, and I, I don't have any angst really against Ben Hogan. It's just I have one friend that hates Tiger, and his favorite golfer is Ben Hogan. And so ever since that kind of came out, I was yeah. like, you know what? Fuck Ben Hogan. He's yeah. dead, okay? Tiger's alive. Yeah. No, and, and I, I'm just joking <laughs> no, about all of I, that. I, but I hear but he's well, not joking. It's, it, you know, when you look at, like, there's not a lot of footage of his golf swing, but when you look at it, I mean, it is Unbelievable. so Unbelievable. Yeah, oh, awesome. gosh. I nice. watched the deal on Golf Channel, you know, that came out a few years ago that was like three or four parts on Ben Hogan uh-huh. and they, I just mm-hmm. remember the one where he is like sitting at the range at like Shady Oaks or something and like literally I forget it was like a younger pro just like so intimidated that he wanted to watch him hit balls and Ben Hogan just like sitting there smoking a cig basically like you ain't shit kid <laughs> <laughs> no but uh and so obviously Colonial is you know Hogan's Alley we've got we've got a lot of Ben have, have you played at Colonial before I never have okay. that's actually is one on my list yeah um, I have some friends that are members that I just need they always say Whenever you need to, just let us know, and so I need to make a special. Dude, when people hey. when people say that, they really don't mean it, though. Like yeah. I, I know plenty of people that that are down there too, and I'm like, hey, bud, remember when you said I could come play? Like, when is that going to happen? Yeah, again? you've been that guy actually uh, too, Johnny. No, we we I'm we, out of town. We should yeah. definitely make that happen though, because yeah. uh, 
I, I, you know, I guess they are going to be redoing the course. Like mm -hmm. they're blowing it up right after the tournament, mm -hmm. I think. And so, um, it's an unbelievable course. Lots of Hogan stuff. The Hogan statue. I mean, it, it's it's going to be a fun week down at Colonial for sure. No doubt. So, yeah. um, we should go over the feature groups then, huh? Let's do it. All right, words. Uh, and by the way, Joe, uh, Broadway Joe, you're you're just behind words and I. So you're very close, close enough. We're all pretty much right in the. Right in the thick of things here to win the overall, right? Yeah, so when you said earlier how badly you were sucking, you were really talking about us, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, I was really surprised I get the invite as the guest picker when I finished a nice, cool, even 100 last week. That's beautiful. But, hey, you know, there was only right, one way to go from here. There literally was four people that finished with over a million dollars, which is crazy for a major, right? Absolutely, yeah. So the featured groups words. Oh. The first featured group, you've got the guy that should have bailed. Phil Mickelson, he's playing with the defending champion, Daniel Berger, and the local son, everyone's favorite player there down in Fort Worth, Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Um, words. You know it. I'm on Spieth, and I know you can't be on him. I knew this was the only way I could get a different pick than you this week, so I'm taking, I'm taking Jordan Spieth to wear another one of those ugly-ass plaid jackets this week because he loves playing in front of all those hometown fans. He's yeah. a Texas boy. I mean, you got to kind of lean that direction. Did you? I did not. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah um, Jordan, I'm saving the flavor, baby. Uh, You've picked him four times. Okay. Well, yeah, he's you fucking, can't hey, pick him. He's fucking dead to me then. <laughs> yeah. That's he's why done. I picked him. Sorry. And Daniel Berger, I mean, he, his game sets up for this course perfectly. Obviously, he won here last year, but I'm steering clear back-to-back -back winners. And fucking Phil, I mean... I got drunk last night and almost took a flyer on him, but uh, I could also see him turning it in way early if uh, if things aren't looking right. For okay, what do you think? I, I'm sure you can find it right now. Odds on Phil to make the cut? I'm sure they're pretty good. I mean, I, I think he's played well here. He's won here before, but yes. I don't see Phil. I see Phil missing the cut and going back to California and fucking hanging out. I don't see him sticking around in fucking Fort Worth. This isn't even this isn't Dallas either, man. <laughs> Fuck Fort Worth. Just joking. Sleepy ass cattle town. <laughs> um, so Joe, did you steer clear of Burger and Phil? I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, um, I did not pick either. Smart picking. Well, smart not picking. I think this next group is pretty chalky because you got a guy that's coming in, obviously probably not nearly the steam that he would had he made the cut last week. Justin Thomas. Uh, this is one of those value positions I talk about all the time. He's playing with Colin Morikawa, who lost in the playoff here last year. And the third guy, Billy Horsel. Oh, Billy Horsel. <laughs> All three of these guys are really kind of horses for the course. I mean, two of the best ball strikers in the game. And then Billy Horsel can get really hot with the putter. Has he won here? He's, he's gotten a lot of top fives here if he hasn't. I don't know. Hopefully That's, not. Don't fact check that. Yeah. Um, I steered clear of all of them. I thought about Morikawa, but... Um, you know, he lost in a playoff here his first his first time around, and that was a stacked stacked crowd. Um, everyone was playing in it, obviously, because it was the first tournament back from COVID. And um, but no, I, I passed on all. Well, words you should have thought a lot harder because I'm on Colin Morikawa. Okay. Uh, first time picking him this year, so I knew, like you had said just a little bit ago, there's a lot of fucking guys left to be picked, and there's only only so little time. I'm not going to pick Colin Morikawa probably four more times, so. Why not go with a guy who wants redemption for choking last year when he missed like a four-foot putt that would have extended the playoff to yeah, Daniel Berger? Yeah, I hope that putter stays the exact same. Uh, well, so I guess it, it's been dumping down there in Dallas, and uh, basically it's going to play soft, which means 
ball striking is going to be prime. So mm-hmm. Colin Morikawa is my pick. I had him written down, and I did not go with him. Um, yeah, but I agree that it's you know he's playing well, and it's going to be a ball striker's week. If you just look at you know I was pulling open just the previous year's winners. All of the people that win out here are ball strikers. It's not a di- putters. Yeah, you don't see a big distance gap between who. I mean, you've got 09, Steve Stricker, you know, Justin Rose, Kevin Nall won two years ago. I mean, that's not, you know, he's not knocking out of the park. He's as bitchy as they get. <laughs> yeah, we, we're not Nah guys here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I've, I've gathered that over the, the many hours <laughs> I've spent listening to you, too. Um, yeah, and I, I, I do think that. Uh, I don't think they're going to get too much more bad weather, but, you know, it's fucking Texas. That wind can kick up. And, again, another reason why a shorter place like this kind of mm-hmm. doesn't play necessarily into the hands of a guy like, you know, JT, but who knows. Um, okay, so I'm the only one on anyone in that group, too. Jesus Christ, I'm the only one that's delivered two picks. I feel like words like three weeks ago. Chalky bitch. Yeah, okay, so you want to get chalky. This next group, you've got It's Me, Justin Rose, Team Rose. Uh, he's playing with Patrick Reed. I thought you were doing Sergio. That's like Sergio's voice. What's <laughs> no, that? I don't know. I, I remember at one time whenever we did, uh, we were doing this kind of same thing. And I just remember, I just, it's me, Justin Rose. And it was like, what? Why do you say it like that? Um, so he's playing with Patrick Reed, Patrick, Patrick Reed, Patrick Reed. Oh, Patrick Reed. And my boy, El Chapo, Joaquin Neiman. I'm on Neiman. Ooh. Go fuck yourself. Okay, words. I like that. Um, Joe, another hard pass for you, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm digging deep this week. I've got I've got to find somebody who's nobody else is gonna pick. I like that. Because I've got some ground to make up. Okay. It, what it's a lot closer to the from where I'm at to just be more on the bottom than the top. So I can't go with any big names. Well, you can't use those like fancy accounting methods to try <laughs> to do that shit. That's not fair. Yeah. The Pythagorean theorem doesn't work here, bud. Oh, man. No. <laughs> well, I'm just going to uh, hang it up then, fellas. I've really enjoyed this, and I'll catch you next time. No, you're staying. Hey. You locked the door. Um, yeah, Neiman, he's still hitting the ball like he always does. He's had a hot putter for like three or four weeks, so I, I would do anything if I had your boy um, slated and you didn't have him. Well, what, Joaquin, you picked him just a couple of weeks ago too, right? I mean, you've been trying to yeah. cuck me with Joaquin lately, mm-hmm. so you know I'm going to cuck you right back because I'm going Justin Rose. Team Rose, baby. <laughs> uh, he won here in 2018. Uh-huh. Uh, he played well, I think, here last year. He just, he's fresh off of a 67 in the final round of Kiwa, baby. I'm going with Justin Rose. He, he looks good in that shitty plaid jacket too. So He doesn't fucking want to be here right now. Yeah, you know, he wants to... Head on back to Albany, Bahamas. He's talking to those guys from Saudi. He's trying to get me out of here. <laughs> the country is bullshit. That's why everyone's I'm... so loud. The fans are back. Oh. <laughs> That's why he moved to Bahamas, right? So he didn't I'm, have to fucking pay taxes. I'm so fucking tired of hearing mashed potatoes. <laughs> okay, I I'm on Rose only because his his play on Sunday, basically. Yeah, and uh, he's won here before. He has won here before, and so words. I did that because I knew that the other guy that I was going to pick, you're picking this week. So um, the third, the fourth featured group, the last one of the bunch, which you guys, I, I think words you could potentially be on one of these guys because it's your boy, your number one guy. Too chalky. The, the Amarillo Golden Sandy, Ryan Palmer, mm. a guy who I once not knowingly had beers with at the Colonial Men's Grill. 
he gets up to take a piss. I've said this before on the show. He gets up to take a piss, and my buddy's like, hey, it's pretty cool. Ryan's hanging out, you know, sitting here with a PGA Tour player. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? And it was Ryan Palmer. But this was like seven years ago before I knew how chalky old Ryan was. He's playing best golf of his career right now, probably coming off of a missed cut, which may kind of help him in a little bit of a way. Try to He missed the cut here last year also um, with that stacked field. I stayed off of him because I think he is going to be, like you said, I think a lot of guys are going to be on him this week. Um, you know, his caddy is the club champion. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and Ryan is a member here and has never yeah. really played that well, which He's is got kinda, a, I think he has a top five, maybe. There would be no more tens. popular winner except for Jordan. That's true. Yeah. So. And maybe Phil. Oh, God. Don't even. Don't even. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Joe loves Phil. <laughs> Can we get to a segue here? Everyone loves Phil. I'm going back to the PGA, sorry, but did you notice like how the fans were just, like did not give a fuck about Brooks the entire time? Oh, like They were walking in his front of his shot <laughs> on 18. Of course, it was ridiculously awesome. Um, but, yeah, everyone loves Phil. And, yeah, Brooksy. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Carry on. Well, so I, anyway. I have a good reason. I'm a self. Yeah. So yes. I mean, growing That's up, he reason. was he was the guy I looked up to. It's either him or Mike Weir. <laughs> and he's sorry, got a, he's got. A, yeah. <laughs> Ain't happening. So what do you hate Canadians? No. Well, no. I mean, they're nice, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, I picked one this week. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're so uh, the the rest of this group is words his boy Sergio, another one of his boys. Sergio. And uh, Kevin Kisner, who's just a little short knocker that hits it straight, that could contend here. Horse He's won course. here. Yes. Oh, he has. There you go. Yeah, 2017. Yeah. He, if you guys w- know more than me. If he wasn't coming off of five missed cuts in a row. Oh. It'd be interesting. I wonder if he was like, are you sure you guys want me in a featured group? I really would prefer the cameras not be on me right now. Okay, so that per- that that's 100%. He's probably got an ugly swing. He's probably too focused to fucking go play with rigs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just joking. But anyway, so... Of all the four featured groups, I'm on three guys. I'm on I'm on Colin Morikawa, I'm on Jordan Spieth, and I'm on Justin Rose. And you guys are not on any of these guys. I've got one okay, on that, that last group. Oh, you whoa, low. Yeah, so I, I do believe in the Texas connection. Yes. And so I want a little Sergio here. Okay. Oh. He's got some hometown wow. down in Austin, so he probably wants to make him proud. So. Hometown. Yeah. W- way more of a Texas connection than Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was only born in the Panhandle. <laughs> yeah, he's basically in New Mexico. <laughs> God damn it, uh, Sergio's from fucking Austin, yeah. right? But ball striking. Yes, you know, I mean, generally a fairly good driver of the golf ball. It's so either I mean, going to be a top ten or a or a miscut with one or the other. Ten misses. Yeah. So yeah. I always pose this question to words, but since you fucking know, has Sergio won here before? Because he, I mean, that fucking red jacket would look good on that he son of a bitch. He has one here. He won an one Okay, there we go. So that was early Holy in his was holy that, shit. Was that <laughs> back when it was the Dean and DeLuca? No, that was like three years ago. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, okay, so Joe's on one guy of the, of the top. Uh, I like that uh, featured Sergio groups. Pick. Yeah, I love I love the Sergio pick. So, um, boys, I'll let you words. Why don't you give one of your first picks? I think we know that you guys are on obviously the same guys since we mentioned that a little bit. But Ball Strikers Paradise, Corey Connors, give me some of that. Yeah, you guys have been here. on a hot streak all year, and he has a really good track record here too um, for the past three or four years. So give me Corey. Hey, we forget last week Corey Connors looked like he was going to fucking run away with the PGA Championship for a little bit until he fucking imploded. <laughs> Jesus. Speaking of imploded, we didn't even talk about Cameron Tringali's like last three holes of his front nine when he went like ten, seven, eight or something. But whatever. We didn't talk about what else. We don't need to even. No, the bitchy boy of the week. 
Who's that? Fuck, I can't even think. It's the uh, the guy with the tapered uh, pants who fucking Eric Van Royen. Yeah, Van Royen. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Tony. Yeah. Um, okay. So, anyways. Uh, oh, you don't want to hear the story. Well, he fucking broke the goddamn T marker, right? Did you see? He took a swing at it though, and like it would have oh, yeah, hit right a right. fan right in the fucking face <laughs> if he, he missed the fan. You could see them both flinch like. <laughs> I also heard Emilio Grillo, um, I think it was on the ninth tee box, threw his nine iron as far as he could. He told his caddy to go get it. His caddy almost gets bit by a snake, and so they're like, oh, fuck that. And so apparently like some sound engineer like producer sends his son out to go get the club. He's like, okay, I get to keep this. This is like a souvenir. And Emilio heard about it, and so they made the kid fucking bring it back to him the next day, the next morning at the driving range. At Are you fucking serious? I'm serious. Okay. That Grio is the bitch. That is absolute <laughs> fucking what a joke. I almost picked him this week, but I, think that's what I, know, but I can't <laughs> you do. Wanted it. to go with a true asshole this week. Yes. Yeah, I, I need to change one of my picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We could do all asshole lineup: Sergio, Grio, Coocher. Is Coocher in the field? Cooch. Uh, okay. Bryson yes. shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the spikes. All right, so Joe, you're on Corey Connors and Sergio now. Words. Who is your second pick? Connors and Joaquin. Oh, that's right. You and, are on. In my last group. one, that's right. I knew I needed to pull one way out of left field that nobody would even think words would have the gall to do this. A guy who shot a, not just one sixty. He shot a sixty-one here, and he shot two sixty-two here in the past four fucking seasons. Kevin fucking Nah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's when words sold his soul. Oh, <laughs> we yeah, were just saying we aren't Kevin Na guys here. What the fuck, you poser? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God, no. He missed the cut here last year by, I think, one. Okay. And, uh, missed the cut last week, so he's, he's primed and ready. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, I guess that leaves you, Joe. Who's the last guy you're going with? Asshole of the week. Grio. Oh! Yeah! oh, fuck yeah! Wow. Well, because I, I was looking at like you know it. Boy, said a lot. Ball strikers, and you know, the, he's number five for Stroke the season. Two. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I mean that that may. But now that I hear about going and making the kid hunt the nine iron, no. I kind of want to say I'll just drop it. No, and, he's our know. favorite player now. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. If you treat old people and kids poorly, we love you. Yeah, David Sims. <laughs> no. David Sims. Nah. Uh, wow, that's uh, like I'm, I said, I had to dig deep. Gorilla, you I'm, sh- I'm shocky as fuck. You, are, you guys are just bitchy out picks. there. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. this is the week. <laughs> I pass your ass. <laughs> You've been saying that for a few weeks. Where it's fucking. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess that means I've got, uh, again, the chalky lineup. I've got Jordan Spieth. I've got Justin Rose. I've got Colin Morikawa. Words, you've got my guy, Joaquin Neiman. You've got Corey Connors. <laughs> and, and I can't believe it, but, but, but you're going with Kevin Na. <laughs> That's my boy. And, uh, Joe, you've got Emiliano Grillo, Corey Connors, and Sergio Garcia. Um, All international. I love it. I like that. Except Sergio. He's now Texas. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's he's not from he's from he's from Texas. Alatejas. <laughs> yeah, he, does he even have an accent anymore? Or is Angela Angela? And Angela slowly pulled that out of his fucking soul. Angela and Elia. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, shit. 
That's uh, that's some good picks and a lot of diversity there. Corey Connors is the which only is important guy to us at the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got two Native Americans and an accountant over here. <laughs> <laughs> Put us all together, and we're gonna make it fucking rain. An odd couple. Yeah. There we go. Uh, well, Joe, thanks for coming and picking with Absolutely. us. This was fucking awesome. Yeah. So. I would be remiss if I didn't ask, would you be the show's financial advisor too? Is that cool? Sure. <laughs> all right. Yeah. John, we're climbing <laughs> up in the world, baby. Hey, and by the way, we got to number 106 this week. Uh, that was our peak on the charts. So um, we're still trying to get to 69. I think the buzz... it's that thing you do <laughs> climbing up the charts. <laughs> I've watched that four times since the uh, last time we talked. But no, it's like, you really fucking like that one. Yeah. So. All right. Anything else from anyone? No. Uh, my guy Wyndham Clark's got Drew Stoltz, aka the sleeves on the bag this week. So we'd love to see him play well. Oh, that is cool. Good luck to him, Wyndham. I'm sure someone may be on him. Take a flyer of on him. Of course. Who knows? They listen to the fucking show. Nobody knows who Wyndham Clark is. If hey, it but me. The show. No. <laughs> I'm just joking. Me. The week that four people picked him, I was like, fuck you guys. Because <laughs> I was on him. Well, no one picked Siwoo last week. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Who are the listeners out here? Shit. Yeah, the whole theory that people stealing our picks has gone, gone long out the window words. <laughs> <laughs> um, rightfully so. All right. You guys enjoy the golf. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. In your life have you seen anything like that? I want to kiss you. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Huge compliment. Yeah. You will not make this putt, jackass. Let's party together. Jackass. Been drinking.